Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Craig Webb stays with us. The dreams behind the music is the book. And before the break, Craig, uh, we were talking about where... Uh, where these songs come from when Paul McCartney talks about the song, you know, he dreams about a song, the song writes itself. Uh, he likens himself to an antenna. Uh, we're just rece- he's receiving the song. Uh, talk some more about that. Yeah, well, that could be true of all dreams. We're not quite sure what the, the source is. I mean, we have ideas. Certainly there's some manifestation of the activity in the brain. You know, it's called paradoxical sleep. So the the dreaming sleep, paradoxical sleep, is when we're doing kind of, let's say, daily activities where it's much more like our daytime, often with visuals, sometimes, I guess, with the music. So j- during this phase, there must be something happening in the brain. But there's the source of the info can definitely come from, let's say, the mind or, or perhaps beyond exactly how to track it or prove any of that. It's, uh, it's a little bit tougher. But I can say some interesting research shows that there's specialized neural networks in the brain, which are distinct from other functions uh, that say that, uh, you know, even uh, speech and non-musical sounds are processed by different parts of the brain. Even uh, although both sides of the brain process sound and, and music, there seems to be a bit of a distinction between perception of speech and music. Uh, and sort of like singing versus even singing versus talking. And even the it extends to the ears, to the right ear is a little bit better at perceiving verbal sounds, the left ear a little better at nonverbal sounds. So there could be some corollaries in the brain. And as for the source of the inspiration, it seems sort of be like uh, who wants it the most kind of taps into the Internet and gets it. 
I have seen, and in my book, there's quite a number of documented songs that are, this is sort of in parentheses, gifted by uh, non-physical beings. In other words, Jimi Hendrix came and inspired a number of waking uh, artists, but in their dreams. And that uh, a few of the other classical artists, etc., had mentors, teachers, family members for Tegan and Sarah, for, for those who know them. Uh, or Sarah, yeah, Sarah and Tegan, I don't know which order they say their name in. But their grandmother came and some other inspirations. Elsian, a big uh, Montreal artist who's worked with Cirque du Soleil and others, uh, have, let's say, relatives, maybe beings that are not physical anymore, come and help them with the music. So there's a few ideas and maybe it'd be interesting to get the listener's take on where it comes from. What do you, what would you say, Richard? Ah, uh, wow. Um, I mean, I think, I think Paul McCartney is writing. I, I think it comes from Paul McCartney. Uh, when, when we're talking about him, um, I think he's being maybe very, very generous and, 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 and humble when he talks about the songs writing themselves. Um, I, but I think they come from deep inside him. Yeah, and, uh, deeper yeah. or subconscious or something like that. Yes, so there's an yes. interesting principle that says it's probably not, you know, certainly not our fully conscious self. If we're lucid, maybe it's closer. But there's a number of artists, not just musicians, who say, wow, I didn't write this. I don't even know how I got it or where it came from. And in the dream, they believe it was somebody else's hit, like Roy Orbison. He dreamt this song. Oh, my gosh, that's an amazing new Elvis hit. And then he woke up saying, hmm, uh, in dreams, by the way, Orbison's song. Uh, that, that's hmm. not an Elvis hit. I don't think there is any hit in dreams. And he started putting together the melody. And so we can say in dreams was inspired by dreams and perhaps a little bit by Elvis. But he thought it was Elvis's in the dream. And that's happened. Even McCartney actually thought one of the songs came from the, the Stones. But then when he woke up, go, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not the song. <laughs> James Cameron had the same idea for his movies. He goes, these aren't mine. Where did these come from? Richard Bach with his book, uh, Illusions, or excuse me. Jonathan Siegel, uh, he had a big series of dreams that uh, he said, I don't know, it didn't come from me. I'm not sure where they came from. It's not even mine. So there's an interesting sort of identity or maybe ownership question. My guess is it's a little bit deeper part of the subconscious, maybe the collective unconscious, so not necessarily the conscious mind. Uh, we've talked before um, fairly recently, and I remember vaguely um, a story uh, uh Involving preco a precognition dream that involves a shipwreck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's one of my fascinating dreams. Now the song's probably not going to be a number one hit. I was on the charts there, but the story is the number one hit. In fact, I put it near the start of the book just because it has so many interesting aspects. Uh, it's Canadian folk composer, uh, CBC radio host, also Clary Croft. A uh, little salutation out to Clary who. Uh, who told me this very interesting story and sings and talks about it when he when he does presentations. But uh, the the story is about the Annie M. Pride. It's actually uh, an old schooner back around 1889 in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and it was going to go sail on its maiden voyage uh, about uh, I guess five years later after it was built, and to uh, Mabu, Nova Scotia. So this is all documented and tracked. So it's a true thing that actually physically happened, and you know you can actually pull up stories about it in papers and stuff. The interesting part that's not so documented is that 
uh, you know, they were all loaded up with lots of expensive fish and things that would go bad and I guess maybe some lumber and such. But they kind of had to get it in a certain pretty tight timeline, except that the first mate's wife awoke that morning and lots of tears, really upset because she's had a haunting vision of the ship with gray hull and all sails set, but they were black. And uh, she sort of saw the whole, I guess, a shipwreck. So she said to her husband, you're not going it probably took a little discussion, you know. It's it's one thing to sort of just follow a dream, but it's another when you're maybe your job and and somebody else's whole career depends on it. Sure, had quite a discussion. Right. Eventually, uh, long story short, went to Captain Pride. Interesting name, but that's the actual name of the captain. And he yeah. said, I, "I can't go with you. I'm so sorry, and maybe lose my marriage. But you probably shouldn't go either because my wife had this dream and she saw this big storm and it's, it might be a shipwreck." Anyways, uh, he, he was committed with the sale, and unfortunately, he took his son as the first mate. And so, sad story uh, that did come true was the whole ship was shipwrecked, pretty much as the, as the wife saw. So, a life-saving dream for, I guess, the first mate, and unfortunately not for the son. But uh, another interesting aspect is, Larry said, hmm, Annie M. Pride, where have I heard that before? You know, the name of the ship. And he said, wait a minute. He went back to his childhood wall from, his, I guess, the house where he grew up. And his parents were still there, and he saw this half model of a ship, uh, which I understand. I didn't know this, but when they make a ship, they actually make a small version that's half the ship to see if all the parts work, and I guess it fits well and balances, etc. So all his childhood, he'd had the half model of the Annie M. Pride, the actual original one, on his wall. And uh, he asked his mother, where do we get this? <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's because your maternal relative is uh, Annie M. Pride, and, and uh, her husband named oh. the ship after Sadly, he died in a shipwreck, and his son died, and he's like, oh, my God, that's our maternal relative? Oh, my God. So wow. interesting connection wow. there. And a, a premonition well followed by at least one person. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. In your savings, weather an economic storm. Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. 
It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole, Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Um, if um, I mean, can, can people dream about specific things without necessarily being conscious interesting yeah like intentional dreams maybe yeah, uh, yeah. or like falling asleep sometimes it's called incubation there's a whole bunch of different ideas of sort of names for people use it uh, but the experience is more or less starting with in my looser definition starting to become lucid in other words guiding the dream content a little bit in fact i bet you most of the losers have done it they just didn't necessarily name it you know if you for certainly if you go to Sleep with a question mind, you know, I'll sleep on it, that kind of thing. You may well dream on it, like many of the inventions and songs and things. But sometimes if you're just watching a movie or reading a book or you're, you're wondering or worrying about something, that momentum of thought and maybe feeling will carry into the dreams. So uh, it's a little bit better when you're conscious or lucid or choose. I guess that's what lucidity is. In other words, let's make sure that you choose wisely what you're thinking about before sleep. And if you have a question, an intention, a hope, a dream, you know, hey, teach me uh, skiing skills. Like the uh, German Olympic ski team, they, they learn their, their ski skills and their dreams or, or whatever else. So it's possible. And, and then I guess when it becomes a little bit more lucid, more conscious, you start to realize during the dream you can guide it a little bit. And then the interesting part is harvesting. Let's make sure we get the content but are able to bring it back and act on it. So I usually encourage uh, my students, because I lead teleclasses online, I say, uh, not just what does the dream mean. It's a good question. You can understand it, intellectually interpret it, but what does it want? Like, it really does want something. There might be an action in the world. Let's say McCartney never acted on his musical inspiration for yesterday and also Let It Be, another huge Beatle hit. Ah, right. We wouldn't have these amazing songs in our world. So make sure to kind of consider and maybe even ask yourself, what does the dream want? And, and just that question will trigger some thoughts, maybe some actions or impulses that bring it to our, our public world as a gift from your, your personal you know, inner subconscious. I hope so. I'd like to see more dreams come true out here what does the dream want so it's we're we're at or the dream is asking us something or our deep subconscious is asking us something so um i know this is a f a fairly common theme with dreams and i used to have this dream a recurring dream a lot not not anymore but uh losing my teeth i would start <laughs> spitting out like i was spitting out chiclets um, and, and I had that quite frequently. So what is, what is the dream want when I'm spitting uh, out chiclets, my teeth? Oh, uh, well, I, before I go into that one, cause these things get personal pretty fast. I should ask, do you have that recurring dream anymore? No, no. I, um, I would okay, say good. I haven't had it probably in about 10 to 15 years, but I used to have it a lot. Yeah. Okay, good. So we can get a little more personal. By the way, this is actually, according to a recent research study of looking up Google searches, it's the most common dream in many countries. 
Wow. And, uh, I've actually seen different statistics, but I guess for Google searches, it's easy to type case falling out dream. Uh, but it is, uh, it actually is multifaceted. So the, the big universal archetypal dreams are usually across cultures. So it's not just USA or Canada. It's actually many cultures worldwide. It's not the biggest one in all the cultures. Like in South America, I think it's snakes, you know, which probably makes sense, I guess, from the corporation mm-hmm. or her worry point of view. But the, the teeth falling out dream has a few levels, and I laughed a little bit with sort of a, a friendly good nature because I've had it too. Uh, mm-hmm. It can have the level of, let's say, uh, sort of publicly uh, spewing out different words that we're maybe not always personally happy with, or they just come out like, I guess, uh, our... I'm thinking Halle Berry has the teeth falling out dream. So maybe some of the things she said or she's sort of worried about complexion, losing her teeth, or, you know, as, a, as an actor, that's very important. Mm-hmm. Our look as a radio announcer, yeah, the things that come out of our mouth, we want to make sure that there's not biting words in there. And we're getting, we're making sure that they, they sort of don't bite into people's minds too deeply, unless we choose it, I guess, if we're making a, a news story. And then uh, there seems to be a pretty interesting sort of sigh or psychic or maybe premonition level. This is actually a number of cultures. I've interviewed a number of people around the world. I forget all the countries. Bahamas is one, Italy, a number of places, like five or six. I can't name them all right now. But in the culture that says, oh, if you dream about losing your teeth, then uh, it means somebody close to you is going to die. At first, uh, I guess as a scientist, I was a little bit like, oh, you know, skeptic. But uh, actually, after hearing it quite a bit and uh, seeing actual dreamers I work with having clear premonitions of someone close to them passing, and it usually seems to be when there's actual blood in the dream, so a slight variation when there's physical blood, ah. just the chiclets or chewing glass. Some people have glass. So the other level is uh, another level is sort of grinding our teeth at night, which is a little more obvious, I guess. You know, teeth falling out or crumbling. So we might be grinding our teeth, and if we're not careful about it, or go to the dentist and do something about it, maybe get a bite plate or something, we might have actual future premonition where we have like teeth bits, or you'll lose teeth. So the big lesson overall through all the different categories is learning, uh, having presence and peace with letting go, because even in life, you know, we do lose our teeth as a child growing up, maybe later our wisdom teeth, and as an older person. So letting go of I guess, the permanence challenge of life and just allowing the body to do its transitions at times. Sounds easy to say, letting go, but I can't say I've mastered that life lesson. No, that that might be the toughest one. Uh, You mentioned letting go. Um, Are there some practical ways that dreams can help the living and the dying around around that transition, around death? Yeah, sure. Well, death's uh, the big, the end of our big dream that we, you know, recurs every day that we call life. Uh, I did a whole uh, sort of audio CD, which was a presentation I gave at the World Palliative Care Conference, all about that. Uh, so there's a number of ways that they can really help. I guess one simple way that's maybe not obvious, but it's been hinted at a little bit here with the, the sailor dream, the first name, is precognitive dreams can actually help prevent death. So like the sailor didn't die, you know, or another researcher here, actually one of the discoverers of the of REM sleep, the rapid eye movement sleep, which which triggered lots of research and, and the EEGs and everything of the sleep recordings. William DeMent uh, later had a, I guess not during that research, but later had a dream where a doctor was showing him an x-ray of his lungs on, up on one of these, I guess, x-ray viewing 
screens, whatever they are. Right. Uh, and he had this really sinking feeling, and the doctor's prognosis was, unfortunately, you know, you have lung cancer, and you're not going to get to see your children grow up, and it's just going to be a horrible, painful death. And, you know, he woke up going, oh, my God, thank goodness. It was just a dream. Mm. Except that he had the wisdom to, to sort of follow what I encourage listeners and my students. Say, what does the dream want? Not just, oh, that's a bad dream or just a nightmare. Well, yeah, a nightmare, but not just one. He stopped smoking right away because he was a pretty strong smoker. And uh, he did leave a, live and leave a, leave a pretty long, healthy life up until the end of his days, which wasn't by lung cancer. So we can't say that it would have come true, but the best predictions of the negative type are the ones that don't come true. So possibly it was a life-saving. So that can be one aspect, uh, maybe helping people in palliative care. Uh, we, I've seen uh, somebody who actually there was a patient in coma for many, many months. And uh, I guess one of the caregivers finally said, okay, maybe I can journey in kind of, let's say, an intentional dream, kind of a, a sitting sort of daytime lucid dream, shamanic journey. And she journeyed in, sort of, quote-unquote, met the, the being who was lying there in coma and said, hey. And, and all of a sudden, the, the woman in coma grabbed her and said, where did everybody go? Why aren't they coming anymore to visit? <laughs> and uh, the caregiver said, oh, it's actually been a few months. So, you know, they did come. And she said, well, okay, and, and the caregiver in the dream still said, is there anybody you'd like to see and, and then maybe you can move on or is there anything to help you sort of come back? She goes, yeah, I'd like to see so-and-so and so-and-so. And so. so when she came back awake, uh, you know, the caregiver was, I guess, practical and pragmatic enough to, to call up certain family members and have them come visit. And and very shortly after, I'm not quite sure, days, but let's say within about a week or so after the, all the visits, uh, the patient had had sort of peacefully passed. And I guess on some level, they sort of knew who was visiting and, and had their unfinished business a little bit finished or at least got a connection and then moved on. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.